Hello and welcome back to the Digital Health and Wearables series. Today I have another magnificent episode for you and another magnificent leader. But before I go ahead, I would like to invite you to subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. There's lots of great content there. Check out the previous guests. And also let me acknowledge our uh, Digital Health platform, Touch V and our series partner, Fujifilm Healthcare. And today gives me great pleasure to introduce you to Nina Sesto. She's a director of digital health at Madalena Clinics for Cardiovascular Medicine. Nina, how are you? I'm great, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much for uh, accepting the invite. I've been following your great work and also we met in Malta, right? We have common friends. Yes. Yes, great. So today we are here to kind of explore the development of advanced technologies in healthcare. And the first question that I have for you is, what is the major problem to scale digital health? Well, I think um, basically uh, Okay, just let me think. <laughs> so I, I think there are in fact many challenges, not only in scaling digital health, but basically in developing digital health, because it's not sufficient only to digitize patient-doctor interaction, but now with the new technologies, we, can, we have the opportunity basically to reinvent the whole clinical process of the healthcare delivery, specifically in the context of chronic diseases. So I think one of the biggest issues is that the innovation happens when, when actually when people play. So innovators, researchers who are developing innovative technologies, they need to test, they need to experiment, they need to do some hypothesis. So they need this freedom to experiment. But the healthcare is such an industry, it's very difficult to do that in the industry that is dealing with human lives, basically. So I think, you know, the success is in creating a safe environment for innovators and for researchers to develop new technologies and that this environment is still clinically relevant and it reflects what is happening in a real life, in a real clinical processes. So you know, to my opinion, this is this is the uh, this is the the winning combination of how to develop innovations. Um, so in Croatia, we uh, we we have this initiative that is trying to bring these two worlds together. On one side, startup companies and innovators bringing new technologies on the market. And other, on the other side, clinicians, because you, you want to have these two worlds together to have a successful innovation. So in Croatia, we, we started this initiative, the European Digital Innovation Hub, that in a way, under the umbrella of Digital Europe program, that brings together all the stakeholders, uh, Ministry of Health, Croatian Healthcare Fund, um, uh, research institutes, technology companies, clinics, basically all stakeholders together that they need to sit at the 
same table for one innovation to be successfully implemented in a clinical clinical workflow. So the idea of this hub is to provide a test bed for European startup companies and European innovators who can then test their technologies either on data, in a lab, or in a real clinical environment. Brilliant. Nina, thank you so much for that. You mentioned some really important things. I mean, to facilitate and allow this experiment to happen is not just about uh, digitizing a, a pathway or anything like that is a bit more than that. And also the, the great work that you are doing about like connecting all the stakeholders, enable them to communicate because it's always a kind of a missing link because I've been in innovation for quite some time and people go off and do build a solution and uh, go off and do they think on their own and then to find out <laughs> that they're very costly mistakes that doesn't work that way or it doesn't work at all. So yeah. thank you so much for that. And I've been following some of your great work. You've done a lot of remote stuff and, and with, the, with the clinic. And you've you, you actually been doing remote monitoring for quite a few years. Even now, only now is more um, uh, popular, if you know, because of the yeah. pandemic, but also uh, because of the way healthcare is um, delivered. Uh, the second question that I have for you is, what are the key technologies to increase capacity for digital health? Yeah, so um, I, I mean, in Magdalena Clinic, and I will, I will just kind of briefly recap for the understanding, um, we are dealing with uh, cardiovascular diseases. We are focused on cardiovascular. So um, in, in our clinic, we can provide everything from prevention to most complex treatments. And we realized early on, already in 2000, uh, the need for, you know, to connect with the patient remotely and to be able to communicate with the patient even when they are not in the clinic. So we, we have several digital health services that we implement. Um, so one is a virtual clinic. So basically patient and the doctor, they don't have to be in the same place anymore. Geography is not important. They can consult online. They can share, patients can share their, uh, their, their clinical data and basically connect with the doctor from comfort of their home. So this is one, one service. Then we build on top of that with, digit, with wearable devices and you know, there, there, are, there, are, there are tremendous amount of now wearable devices and point of care tests. So we want to receive some data from our patients. So we give them, we give them a 12-channel ECG device, so whenever they feel some symptoms, they can record a 12-channel ECG and send it to our clinic that we have a telemedicine center 24-7 receiving this data. And basically within minutes, such patient has a telecardiology consultation fully online. So this we have 12,000 such consultations each year. Uh, so you see how wearable devices and point of care is a natural upgrade of basic telemedicine service. But still, the, the bottleneck in this kind of services is in fact doctor's time. So on one hand, we don't have superhuman doctor who can analyze and process all these patient-generated data on one side. And secondly, we don't have enough of doctors on this planet, in fact, 
to be able to provide such a fully blown digital health services to millions of cardiac patients that are out there. And of course, now I'm not talking about you know, Magdalena Clinic, but just the fact that we live in a world of chronic patients. So the key, I mean, now everybody understands that telemedicine, digital health, this is a way to go. Nobody questions that. But now the question is, how can we scale? How can we, how can we provide this service to everyone? And the one immediate answer is we have to rely on technology and artificial intelligence, AI, and the, the capacity for data analytics is definitely the right answer. So we need to, on one hand, prepare this patient-generated data and all the incoming data. We need, we need to prepare the data so that this is clinically relevant for a physician so that they make decisions quicker. And secondly, we need to empower one doctor not to monitor 100 patients, but to be able to monitor 100,000 patients. Brilliant. Thank you so much for that. I actually wrote a, a paper. I contributed to a book a few years ago, and I wrote a chapter for this book uh, called The Healthcare of the Future. The com my vision, the combination of artificial intelligence and wearables will be the true game changer. And that was, about, that was about three years ago. I think only now we're starting to see that combination occur we are at the beginning of that uh, journey because as you mentioned you mentioned a very important thing doctors don't have time to go through the data is a shortage of doctors in the first place anyway mind you going through the data before a patient appointment in here in uk the reality and, and i think it's similar on around europe and around the world the reality is if you get eight to ten minutes in one appointment you are very very lucky yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So I think also what, what will happen is that, you know, when you think about the patient today and the patient of the future, you know, having access to all these technologies, you know, you have an empowered patient, a patient who can and should take care of themselves, you know, take the responsibility of managing their own health. So it's no longer only on the doctor and that patient is helpless and they don't know what to do, but basically, you know, the patient is a partner. So this is, you know, additional scale of, of, med, of healthcare generally. Brilliant. Uh, Nina, I have one third and last question, and is what are the major challenges in the development of advanced technological solutions in healthcare, such as AI? Yeah, so I think it, it kind of, it ties back to to the first question, um, you know, uh, AI uh, being innovative technology, you know, there is definitely uh, a big challenge of allowing researchers, allowing innovators access to real clinical environment. So because they need to know what is the problem they need to solve? This is first. And, you know, to be able to access the data and to test in a real clinical setting. So I think this is currently the, the one of the biggest challenges. And in addition, that is, I would say, more specific to AI is that 
the algorithm that is developed in one environment and on one type of and on one cohort of data, let's say, you know, clinic A, uh, needs to be reproducible in a clinic B with the second cohort of data. And this is also a challenge is to find, you know, enough of centers so that you can have one algorithm to to be able to work work in any setting and in the, any any different and in any environment wow yeah. fantastic super super important that nina thank you so much we could talk for hours around these questions and around anything else around digital health really but look i don't know if you know this but i finish all my episodes i don't know if you watch it in a peculiar way it's not really a question <laughs> it's not a question as such it's called, it's called one minute of fame okay so over to you you can talk about anything personal achievements your work at madalena clinic uh, partnerships give a shout out to any companies anything whatsoever over to you to round up one minute of fame uh well this is this this is a kind of, kind of a challenging minute uh, but um i mean really everything uh, everything that we are doing in magdalena you know magdalena started as a patient-centric hospital you know the vision was to provide the full patient care from diagnostics to most complex treatments around patient needs but really what is what, where we want to go in the future and where we see the future is really an empowering patient patient is not helpless anymore you know they can people can do a lot at home so this means uh, providing access to wearable devices point of care tests and really what pandemic brought the silver line of the pandemic is this this is happening in an accelerated way so now for everyone is very normal to consult online their physician but it's also very normal to do the tests at home and this we couldn't imagine before you know, people are not how they are doing antigen tests at home. They could do the cholesterol, CRP, many, many other uh, di diagnostic things. So uh, tr I truly believe that we should trust our patients a lot more, involve them in treatment, educate them, uh, be in contact with them all the time, bring them in so that they are partners. Uh, and, you know, this is definitely... Uh, for them, an additional motivation to uh, to uh, adhere to treatment, to adhere to the doctor's recommendation, and which all leads to a much better treatment outcomes, efficiency, treatment planning, and eventually the cost reduction for the whole healthcare system. Nina, wow, thank you so much. What a great way to finish that uh, powerful, powerful statement and also empowering the patient, which is truly fantastic. Before I round up, let me congratulate you on your work. Also, thank you for your time, your expertise. I know you were busy. Uh, you came just from abroad. We're talking before the recording. Thank you so much for being in here with us and sharing this amazing, amazing insight. Thank you, Joao. It was a pleasure. Brilliant. I'm going to round up now to our uh, viewers and listeners. Make sure uh, you subscribe to the channel. Uh, also acknowledge our digital health platform, Clinitouch V, and our series partner, 
Fujifilm Healthcare. And also, I'm going to post in here links to connect with Nina. Check out her, her magnificent work. I'm going to post here on LinkedIn and on social media. Make sure you ask her questions, connect with her, and I'll see you all next week.